Oftentimes, when we think of Christmas, we have so many titles for Jesus, so many ways to look at it, but rescuer is not one of them. It was last year the world took notice of 13 people, literally the entire world took notice of 13 people that went missing. It was June 23rd, 2018, that a boys' soccer team in Thailand went missing. They were the ages of 11 to 16 plus their coach. They had finished with their soccer practice, and the coach said, let's go on an adventure. They jumped on their bikes. They went to an area cave, and they went to explore the cave. They made it two and a half miles into that cave. While they were in the cave, there was a sudden storm surge. It was that time in Thailand that they got a lot of downpouring rains that would flood. The flood filled the cave entrance and worked its way into caverns back inside the cave. They sent out a search party after a couple of days, realizing that these 13 kids were no longer coming home, and they realized that they were lost. They found their bikes and bags sitting outside the entrance of a cave. They realized that they were trapped in the cave, and they could not get to them, and the boys could not get out. They gathered some of the brightest minds to come up with a plan to rescue the boys. People literally from all over the world, the brightest minds, military Uh, rescue people from around the world came and put their minds together of how to do this, only to realizing they had absolutely no clue how to rescue these kids. There were over a thousand people per day involved to rescue them. They used these massive pumps that they brought in, literally spent millions of dollars doing this, these massive pumps to pump out the water only for it to be rushed back in because of the downpouring rains. One of the plans was to drill down through the dirt of the rock to get to them. They realized in this effort that if they did that, the cave was going to collapse and they would lose them altogether. They were trying to find different ways to get food and and, and supplies and medicine back to them, but realized that it would take up to four months of supplies even to keep them alive if they were to hold off while the rain uh, subsided. They decided to use expert divers to get to the boys. The plan was to bring them out one by one. In the efforts of just getting to them, one of the Navy SEALs that was an expert in this ended up losing his life due to complications. They were so deep in the cave that they could not get to them or get them out, even with the oxygen tanks of the original plan that they had. It took nine full days to plan and execute the idea that they finally came up with. They eventually had these divers that reached the boys to find them alive, use the oxygen tanks, ropes, and a team of people to pull them out one by one. The story literally captured the, entire, uh, the attention of the entire world. Say, so why was this such a big deal? Why did literally the entire world come in, and why did so many people jump on board to do this? Because there was absolutely no escape for these kids whatsoever. They could not swim out. They could not climb out. They could not get out in every effort possible. It got to the point where they literally realized and called this an impossible situation, There is nothing we can do to fix this or change this. That is why it made such an amazing rescue story. They were stuck. They were broken, sick, in in the dark. They were lost. Sometimes we view things just the way that we want to view them. It's it's easier. Our our emotions and feelings gravitate towards the good of something or the, the pleasantness of something. We want the feel-good experience, and I think that's often what we do with Christmas. And I'm not saying it's not the most wonderful time of the year, and I'm not saying that it's not great. It is. 
But we've got to understand why it's so great. Why do we celebrate? Why do we sing? Why did we on a night like this stop in our family traditions and gather our friends and our kids and our family together to come to church to sit down for an hour to be part of something? Why is this such a big deal? Because sometimes we view the nativity scene and with the animals and the shepherds and we sing songs like Silent Night and, and All is Bright, All is Calm. We want that feeling of Christmas with the Christmas lights and the decor and the songs. But uh, let me remind you the same way that Pastor Dave did just a minute ago in Luke chapter 2 verse 8. They were in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Now listen to this. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. You think about the very introduction of Jesus on that night. It wasn't the promised child. He wasn't introduced as the king of kings. It wasn't the lamb of God. Literally, the title given to Jesus on that night was Savior. Stop and think about that word Savior. The word Savior literally means deliverer. It means healer. It means to save, to dwell, to make whole again. That changes our perspective. Because sometimes we like to stop at just Emmanuel. And that's how we celebrate Christmas is Emmanuel. We all know Emmanuel means God with us. How great is that? We could sit here and say, hey, let's celebrate tonight because God is with us. How great is that? God is with us. But let let me change the scenario just a little bit. If someone was to break into this room and run down the aisle and scream out and say, hey, everybody, wait a minute. The fire department just showed up how would you respond? Everybody would turn around and have this sense of urgency because we'd acknowledge, hey, if the fire department is here, something's wrong. If somebody broke in and say, hey, I want you guys to know that the SWAT team just showed up or the EMTs just showed up. Let me put it into reference that maybe you'd understand. If I just said, hey, a truck just pulled up and Uber Eats is here for all of us, we we would know that they were here for a mission. Food just showed up. They came for a reason. The fire department would show up because there was a need for the fire department. You see, if the police showed up, there would be an emergency. Someone would be in trouble. Savior. Hey! Savior's here. What does that mean? Do we respond? I'm saying, I'm being serious. Do we respond in the way that he was announced? Do we respond and understand why he came? Not just the celebration of, hey, let's, let's sing songs. He's here. But you know what? The fire department pulled up and they walked in from every door and said, hey, the fire department's here. We want to just say, hey, could we just sing all is calm and all is bright? We'd sit there and say, hey, what's going on? Hey, what, is everything all right? Why in the world are they here? We would respond in the way of acknowledging the title that was announced. You see, when the angels proclaimed that the, the Savior is here, he was, the same thing was in Matthew one twenty one. For she shall bring forth the Son, and shall call his name Jesus, and he shall save his people. You see, the Christmas story is not just a Christmas story. The Christmas story is a rescue story. Do we look at it that way? I mean, the song that we just had that the three ladies sang, to be honest... 
that's as much of a Christmas song as anything else. You're sitting there, no, it's not away in the manger and, you know, silent night and let it snow and all the other songs. No, we're here to celebrate the Savior is here. Let me explain this. You see, the word save means to deliver, to heal, or to make whole. You see, the rescuer has come to deliver us. The reason why we celebrate Emmanuel with us is because he came with us to save us. You think about those boys in that situation, I can't even imagine. You guys realize it was 10 days? 10 days that they were in that cave? 10 days of going around to every crevice and every way and getting hungry? Hey guys, we get hungry after missing one meal or a day of food. They went 10 days. Then their flashlights ran out. There was no yelling. There was no getting through. There was no light, there was no hope, and all of a sudden, they realized the condition that they were in. Day one, day two, day three, and what happens? You begin to lose hope. You see, what Jesus came is the rescuer came to deliver us. See, the Bible says that to seek and to save that which was lost... He came to save them from their sins. The reason why we have the impact that we have today and the problems that we have today is because we are lost in our sins. You say, I'm not a sinner. Well, then let me describe sin for a minute. Just hold on. Let me describe this. It said, it said in that passage means to heal, to make whole. Now, all of a sudden, we get that and say, oh, wait a minute. I know what it's like to be broken. You see, the brokenness of the world or the lack of peace of this world or, or, or the broken pieces that we experience in our life is the very reason he came. You might say, I don't understand sin, but we sure do understand the effects of sin because we all have it. He said that the, the definition means to heal us. We all understand how sin hurts because we have people in here that are hurt today. You're broken. And like those boys, you say, I've tried everything and nothing's going to work. That's because there's nothing you can do to fix your hurt. There's nothing you can do to get yourself out. Unless the rescuer comes in. It says to make whole is the other thing. People are broken in this world. We understand what it means to be broken. Broken marriages and broken homes. Broken hearts. I say, why are you, why are you saying all this? Because this is the real Christmas. He said, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, good world toward men. You see, he came to bring peace. This is the opposite of chaos. You see, this is an inner peace that we all lack. I can tell you those boys, and that, that coach had no, no peace on that day. But this is the cool part. In Luke 2.10, before he announced him as Savior, here's the setup. He says, behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Can, do you know what good tidings is? It says, I have something that just showed up to make it better. Wherever you're at, whatever your broken heart is, and the sin that's affected us, and the life that has been pulled apart, and you look back at 2019 and say, hey, it was a lot of grief and a lot of headache, and maybe I've tried different things in this world and nothing fixed anything. I have good news of great joy. A Savior has come. It's the answer. So there's a picture, I think it was in the slide, and it's actually a really grainy, horrible picture. And it was the first picture they took when they come up out of the water, and they had these spotlights, and they shined them on those boys, and they were on this little ledge, sitting there for 10 days, shaking in the cold, no hunger, or hungry, no food, nothing there. And all of a sudden, in the middle of that, a light shone. There was a video, I decided not to show it, just 
But it was, it, he literally says, are you all okay? You're going to be okay. We have found you. You see, on Christmas morning, the light showed up. It was good news. We were lost, trapped, without hope, and every effort we made is not working. But hope showed up. This is the good news. He is our rescuer. And he said he came to seek and to save. He came to rescue us from our sins. Guys, stop and think about that. The only way that we can truly acknowledge Christmas today, if he came to rescue us from that sins, it means that we are all in sin. The same way that those boys had to acknowledge, I am lost. I'm not getting out. I wish we'd all see that. We are lost and we're not getting out of our own effort. There's nothing that's going to change that. But just like on that day that the angel came, and just like that day that that man swam up for the first time and said, I've got good news. We've come to be rescued. The only way that we could be rescued is that sin had to be dealt with. The thing that caused the pain, the thing that caused the hurt, it was sin. Jesus took your sin and my sin because we're all sinners. It doesn't matter how big your sin list is. If you've fallen short, we've all fallen short. There is, there's no big sinners and little sinners. We're all sinners. We've fallen short of the glory of God. No matter what we did or try to do, it doesn't offset the sin. But Jesus took our sin and we celebrate Christmas and we celebrate the manger. But I tell you, it all points to the cross because that's why he came. He came to be, Pastor Dave said he was born in a manger. That wasn't an accident. He came to be the Lamb of God to take away the sins of the world. He died on the cross. His blood, his sacrifice paid for our sins. And today, you can be rescued. I'm going to say in our audience right now, you might have come just to sing joy to the world and light candles and all the things that we traditionally do. But I tell you, we cannot go through the Christmas story and talk about him coming without acknowledging why. He came to heal us. He came to help us. He came to rescue us.